Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. This is the loosest idea I have. Welcome I... to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. You son of a bitch. My nigga, P, is back again for the banger. He's been gone for so long, that's my fault. I no, was it's, being the it, dickhead. It's really mine. But and we'll, I asked. We'll talk about it later on, later episode. We don't <laughs> the after show. <laughs> We're going to do it like uh, uh, Brennan Schaub and uh, Tiger Belly did it. Yeah. Just like both get some views off of the hate. Brennan Schaub is terrible, by the way. And I'll knock that nigga out on God. <clears throat> but anyway. We, we would have to double team him. You know <laughs> I, I guarantee mean? I will not have to. I bet my jiu-jitsu is <laughs> better than this. And I can sleep that nigga. My boxing coach is Nogara, pussy. Yeah, no, it's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had me going, I was just like, God damn, we out here like scrabbing and shit. I shouldn't be fighting you then, nigga. <laughs> and then you knock out Brian Callum for, for threatening that little... I wouldn't even fight Brian Callen just off the fact that, like, I will go to jail that night. <laughs> for being this old senile nigga? No, his father's, like, a high-ranking individual in, like, government. Like, he used to be, like, a high-ranking official. Oh, is that why he could just molest and rape people? Yeah. Brian Callen? Apparently. Mm, nobody wants to see your dick, bro. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, <laughs> Director's Cut. This is Jody Pratt with my fellow host, P. Wiggles, Patrick yo, yo, yo. Wigfall. You already know what it is. It's a Patrick episode. So what's up, bro? Bring it in. Bring All it in. right. So um, I'm going to set the scenario before I tell you the situation. So the scenario is, uh, or the, the place is a cabin. Um, maybe centered 40 minutes out of town of a Montana uh, city. And um, his wife works. He is a, a writer. And he goes. He could be a writer. He could be anything. That is, it's just a stay-at-home profession. And so he goes to the uh, basement because this is a home that they just moved into maybe four months ago. Mm-hmm. But it's a, uh, it's a family-owned place. He goes to go smoke downstairs because his wife is like, I don't like when you smoke inside. And it's Montana. It's hot in the summer. So he's like, I'm going to go to the basement. Cooler. As he's smoking, I don't... Anybody who smokes knows this. Anybody who just in general has been around smoke knows that if there's a silhouette of light coming from something, it creates like a wall in the smoke. Yeah. To where you're like, it's how you know when you're hot boxing and you can like, when somebody turns on the phone, you can see where the air is getting out when you turn on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of shit. And he sees that and it's going to a crack in the wall. And he goes to a crack in the wall and like he, he's like, putting his hand in front of it, he notices there's a fucking hole there. And he's just like, what the fuck is this about? And then he hits it and it feels a little hollow. Goes two feet over. It's not hollow. It's thick. And he's like, what the fuck? Doesn't think any more of it. And then uh, he comes up and he asks his, his wife when she gets home, like, yo, do you know about anything down there? Like, there wouldn't be anything hidden, right? And she's like, no. my You know, my family's lived here for generations. If we had extra room, we'd use it. And he's like, oh, okay. And she's like, are you going to the basement to smoke? And he's like, yes. And she's like, thank you. And so she he gives a consent, or she gives a consent. So he's smoking in there, you know, to make to, to do whatever he's doing. I don't know what it is. It could be whatever. Um, but he goes down there and smokes again. Now he's blowing it directly at the door. And he's like, that's there. And he's like, there's... 
yeah, he's like, there's something on the other side of that. And so he breaks it down and he finds a door. And he's like, what the fuck? But it's like a a small door. I'd say maybe four feet tall. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck? But this is a, a, a half Mexican, half white dude. Here's the switch up. Black wife. Ooh. So she's I like the spice and meat the bowl. So she's keeping him away from doing shit he shouldn't do. Cause he comes, she comes home and he's like, "Yo, all right, so you're gonna trip, but you were wrong. You were wrong. There's a fucking door down there." He's like, she's like, "What are you talking about?" He takes her to see it, and she's like, "Okay, we don't open small doors in basements. That's stupid. Why would we do that?" And he's just like, "What could be?" There could be treasures back there. And she's just like, for whom? Not for us. We already have what we need. We already have a house. Like, Why are you like doing this? And so she's like, just do me a solid. Wait until I get home tomorrow to open this. Please, can you do that for me? Yeah, please. That's all I'm asking. Because I know that you're sitting at home and you're going to be staring at this all day. Just wait until I get home. And she's just, he's just like, all right, all right, all right. But you want to you wanna know too, don't you? And it's creeping in the back of her mind. She's just like, it's not right. I'm going to make a few phone calls and see if, like, there's some, there's some weird shit going on in this house. And so she goes off to work, you feel me? And then I'd say maybe 40 minutes before she gets off, he starts to, like, really fiend. He's like, let me just crack the lock. I'll just crack the lock, take a peek. When she gets home, I'll let her know what's in there. He cracks a lot. And he's just like, fuck. And there ain't no spooky shit like where he opens it. Like, Wah. like no wind. Breath. He doesn't hear, hello. Like, none of that shit. Yeah. He opens the the door, and there's a, a childhood toy that he lost at a beach. Oh. Nigga, no. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, what the fuck? And then, like, he, he's tripping because he's like, I know I cried the whole way home and we were so far away that my dad was like, we're not going back for it. Yeah, Mr. Lumpy stuff. Yeah. I know that I lost his toy there. And this is the exact toy I remember because my dog fucked up the ear or some shit like that. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? And he grabs it from the from the room and he's like, what the fuck? And then he hears a of a door open and she's like, you know, whatever his name is. I haven't come up with a name for this. Ernesto, uh, obviously. Uh, Ernesto. Ernesto. She's like, Ernie? He's like, yeah, babe. She's like, tell me you didn't. He's like, I did. He's very honest with her. He's very forthright. Very forth. That's why she loves him so much. Because she's like, if you're going to fuck me over, at least I'm going to know what I'm walking into. Yeah. You don't play that, that, that beat around the bush shit. You're going to let me know when you fucked up. And he hasn't fucked up often. He's not a druggie. He's not a drunkie. He likes his weed, and he he does his art, whatever that may be. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I feel you. Uh, let, yeah, let it be. Yeah, let it be. Let it ruminate, dog, because um, I got a lot of shit to say. And so, uh, she comes down and she's like, "You didn't." He's like, "Meet Mister Left Foot," and she's like, "Who's this?" And like, and he tells the story. Like, you remember when I told you that, like, I was so upset with my dad because we were only twenty minutes away. And he wouldn't go back for him. And she's like, maybe you went back. I was like, we were in a different state. He drove us back home that day. 
he bought me another one to replace this one. She's like, how do you know it's not that one? And he's like, flips it over, shows the yeah, like some shit. And he's like, bro, like how was this in here? And she's like, I don't, I don't know. But I say we close that door and wait until we get some answers. And he's like, okay. He's upset with her kind of because he feels like this is kind of like a. They're brushing them off. Yeah. And also he's just like, how did my childhood toy get into this room? I've I've only been here two months. And so his mind gets to a running. And so this is kind of like a play on like we can fuck you up, but not really if you're in a situation where you would be fucked up either way. So people are initially going to blame the weed and be like, he's smoking, he's tripping. Mm -hmm. But it's the fact that he's just finding shit out why he's high. That's it. Yeah. And so the day passes. He goes down there again. He's just like, how does this door like how old is this door? And he opens it again. And there's something else. He doesn't understand what it is. It's like a it's like a necklace or some shit. And he's like, what the fuck? He's like, I don't know anything about this. He's like, who has been down here? He's like, I've been floating around the whole house the whole day close to this door. And then Ernie, and he's like, yo, yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? She's like, he's like, I found something in here again. He's like, what are you talking? Ernie, leave the fucking door alone. And he's like, come down and look at this. And she goes, <gasps> and it's something from her past. Damn, this is my nana's fucking necklace. She it, died it, with this. It's something that like she holds, like close to the close to the chest. You I feel me? I lost this shit right after her funeral. She and I and I always me. beat myself up for that. Yeah. And I always like she gave that to me because I was the one that always showed up. And she was like, "Oh, look, I know you can do great things." She want she was the one that led me to being a nurse or whatever the fuck she is. You know what I mean? And so she, she's just like, what the fuck? And so they're, they're going back and forth now without each other's consent to open the door mm. to a piece of their past. Mm. And I don't know where to go from that. Okay. Let's do this together, brother. <laughs> you know, that's all I got. And, and, also, and also, they don't have kids, uh-huh. but they have nieces and nephews that stop by the house. Okay. That are being dropped off because the reason that they went out there, just to give that outside uh, view of psychosis, mm-hmm. for two people or two young kids that are just coming in to kick it, and you see you see homeboy who opens it up initially being really cordial and playful with the kids, and then one of the kids like grab at that toy that he was that he found. He's like, hey, 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 what the fuck are you grabbing shit for? And she's like, calm down, it's, it's the fucking toy. Like so, you see that like what they take out of there becomes theirs. Mm. Some different holes on them. Yeah, yeah. It's not what it was when they lost it. Mm. I I think he should be uh, he should work in IT. That'd be cool. Because he would answer phones, right? Mm-hmm. So he'd smoke in between breaks, and during his calls, he'd hear like a presence down there. Not thumping around or anything, but it's just like, there's somebody in this bitch. You don't hear him, but you feel him. You feel something. So it's an uneasiness. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, yes, ma'am, I'm I'm here. You know what I mean? Did you mm-hmm. turn off your computer first? 
And okay. he, he just it's just drawing him, and he goes down there and like nothing. And he's just smoking, he's like, and smoking. that's when he sees it. Exactly. And then you see the air flow, and then you hear a telephone ring, and he's like, I gotta go. Like So it breaks him from that. So it builds a suspense when that door opens that everybody's like, something's drawing him down here, but he keeps getting fucking distracted by his job. So it distracts all of us. It, it takes all of us out of it, and then brings all of us into it. So maybe it could be even that his... Uh... Maybe he's like a, not a partner, but right under the partner, the person who they who they purposely were like leave this job, start up this as the main tech guy. Yeah, you and, hold us down, and then you know what I mean. And then you you, you teach to, everybody. Yeah. Then you manage everybody. You manage. Should, you know, you can see talent. You have the foot in with HR after this. All you gotta do is you manage a little bit. You know, get a good couple of reviews. You're bumped right up into this part. We just need you here. As an integral part of the beginning of this, these stages and shit. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, boxes are everywhere and shit like that. Like, they just moved here a few months ago. You know you don't unpack everything. You really don't. Quickly. So, um, I think that would be pretty interesting also if the wife lost that necklace during a strong arm robbery. And there was, there was no way. It wasn't like a... I could drop this I and took, it could have I, been somewhere else. I was taking a shower and I put it down and then it fell down the drain. Yeah. No, it was a, somebody physically took this and ran into the shadows to never be seen again. And that happened 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? i say like 40. Make it like, make it almost pat, like, no, 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 no. Make it, make it like 20. Make it like 20 when she was young. Yeah. When the grandma was young and she always would, would she always play with it. And grandma was like, I'm going to give this to you. Exactly. And the last thing she said, it was like, I wish that I could have gave you that necklace that you always loved, but it was taken from me. Mm. And, you know, if I could have gave it to you, you know, I'd give you my heart if I could, but I can't. All I have to give you, all I had to give you was this. She's like, you gave me everything you need. Oh, no, she gives and, it to her. She so part- she does get she it. She does, yeah. I'm talking about the wife gets robbed for this. And just never seen oh, again. Oh, I thought this was grandma. No, dude. No, it's her. Also, she's already owned it for a few, like a few, yeah, a yeah. Few so things. she was like 12, 13. She remembers like like the little scuff part on the top when she took an L on a scooter. Exactly. And she was like, I used this to is... chew, and I used to chew on the right side. Like, yeah. And right you here. can see like the little wear on it. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? Exactly. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. So, and each person, uh, 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 effect that they bring out of the the room speaks volumes to the 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 mis the the that you not understanding why the fuck this is here. This doesn't tie into this house. This yeah. does not tie into him. It does not tie into her. But yet it does. It ties into them directly, but it's never like, they're like, oh, there goes the keys we lost in 07. Exactly. It's all like personal shit they lost when they were young, but then as the story progresses, I would like uh, things to start being like things they don't technically remember. But they feel yeah. a kinship to maybe a black, maybe a blacked out memory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, damn, this is the shirt my uncle gave me for Christmas. That was the only Christmas I've seen him. And so they're diving in their family past. Like, hey, uncle, what happened? Hey, mom, what happened? Yeah, he's like, your uncle died like right, like the day after Christmas, and shit like that. You don't remember that because 
well, I had to step out of the hospital room to get us coffee and get you, you, you were hungry and he died right in front of you. Mm. And so it's like, it's slow moments of the understanding pieces of their life that they chose to forget in those moments. So every, every single thing they pull out is something that was traumatic. Yeah. Maybe it was like the first time, like, uh, I'm gonna call him Bryant for this moment. We can definitely change that name, but. We had Ernesto, but yeah. Ernesto, yeah. Ernie. So er, first time Ernie saw his mo- mother get hit oh. by his father, his father in public. And that's why he wouldn't go back because he was angry. Yeah. Yeah. And so he blocked that out. And then when she lost that shit, it's because of a strong arm robbery and the dude tried to rape her or something. You know what I mean? Exactly. And while she fought off, he grabbed for her neck. And she slipped backwards and got the neck, pushed him off, and then he just ran away into the night with the last piece of her grandma that she had. Yep. Ooh, that, that, okay. And so that's a spirit fucking with you at a certain point because it's pulling on your, your, your heartstrings. Yeah. So, so I feel like a casualty of war has to be the little cousins that come over, nephews and nieces, right? They become a bit, um, neurotic. Animalistic over their things, their territory, their things. Mm-hmm. So after, you know, a couple of times, they Ernesto like kind of checks a nigga for that shit, and after a while, he he just attacks a motherfucker for touching that shit. What do you he think sh- about he that? Sh- he should be he, the kid. Should be. So it's a toy that would be around homeboy's age. Yeah. So it's, ooh, and this one makes it sick. So this is going to get real dark. Sorry, y'all. It's around like a five-year-old, five to six-year-old who, who's bored out in the back country with nothing. His parents brought him nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's just there, and he sees the toy, and he's like, oh, that looks like a toy that's been used. I can play with this. It's not new. Yeah. He's playing with it. Uh... I feel like at a certain point, both of them should be going down to that room and opening the door and being let down every time there's not something else. Yeah, because there's nothing in it. Yeah. Or they, they find something and it's not what they wanted to, it to be. You know what I mean? Maybe their memory's jogging around the time that they started blocking out shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love for my first grade classroom picture to be in here. Man, that'd be fucking perfect. Yeah, it's never what you want. It's never what I wanted. Never. Because yeah. it's not from you. Yeah. It's not for you to get at you. Mm-hmm. And so now that's driving them kind of crazy, uh, maybe he's opening the door, shutting it, opening the door, shutting it, opening the door, shutting it's it. something different every time. No. Or, or at a certain point, there's nothing in there. It's only when you've when you've and this is the first you, time she lied he lied to her mm-hmm. was he shut it open over open shut open shut up I mean open close open close open close and then it stopped then she goes down there she's like do you know what happened to the door and he's so like, just like I don't knocks. know they're just like knocks at this point yeah feeding for the part of them that they, they lost yeah they lost cause they're assuming at this point when they start talking to people and like you know, your mom tells you, like, yeah, that was the first time your dad hit me, you know. And he went down a really bad path, and that's why we split. We, we never told you because, you know, I know how close and how much you looked with your father. 
And when he saw that, he lost all, res- you know, all respect for him. Yeah. And his brain was like, let's just forget this for a second. Exactly. Let's stop. Let's cut this let's, out. Let's cut this out. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I wanted it to uh, initially, and before we added all this in, I wanted initially to end with uh, he's the only nigga that's ever lived there. And he, br- or no, it's not him, but it's his uh, family that he, like, he killed himself. Mm. And that, like, he's just finding in, in in those crazy moments, he's putting shit in there that he he brought himself, mm. or that he always had. But I like the idea that like it's a family affair, and his wife getting really fucked up by it because she is so opposed to that that woohoo and being like, no, no, there's an answer for this shit. Exactly. Don't fuck with it. Leave it alone until I fuck with you. And then she makes a woman say, but fucking with it. But she doesn't. That's the cold part, is that she opens the door as he's opening the door. And so whatever it is in the house that's making that happen does it for her. Because he's like, I need both of y'all. Mm. I need both of y'all play this dance, or I can't, I can't do it. You'll just think he's crazy and leave him. But if I get you, now we got a family deal going. I don't, I don't know where to go with uh, what's causing this. Just a mysterious fucking door. Yeah, just a mysterious door. There's no understanding of what. Would would it add to it? And and this might be going too far, so just tell me step back. Would it be crazy if when the kids went down there and they opened the door and, like, hands came out and grabbed it and pulled them in? Yeah, too much. Too much? Yeah, too much. It'd be better if he, like, Ernesto strangles the kid just based on... Him fucking with his toy. Yeah. How animalistic he gets, because there's a few things that they pulled out, and mm-hmm. one of the things is, you know, and ooh, so what if not not like the energy of it, but maybe what like what if like what you pull out is more of what you become, and mm. that doll brings out the aggression in him, yeah, because that's the first day he saw aggression, was a fucking dog, yeah. And then, like, when she sees the necklace, she gets anxiety and fear. Watching her back. Yeah, like, she's not... She, she'll fuck around and stab you on accident because she's like, bro, he, he would have got me if I hadn't pushed him off. And that's got to be terrifying because I've got my ass whooped, but I've got my ass whooped around people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never in the dark. Yeah, never in the dark where niggas like, I'm going to fuck you right after I, I beat the fuck out of you. I've never had that, so yeah. I don't know that type of fear. So I definitely uh, feel like she would have more of like a... And she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it would make sense that she's just like... <clears throat> and then like her kids are touching her, and she turned around like, what the fuck are you... Or her nephews and nieces are touching her, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And and they start to understand that, so they're a little bit more distant, but they're taking that as them, you know... Being weird or some shit. Yeah. And then being bada boom, you feel me? Um, How would you end it? Ah, uh, man, I think I'd end it with the house burning. Mm. I like that. Like, there, there is a billion ways to expand on this, but I think that um, digging up your past only helps you so much. You know, you can dig up all your past, but, like, 
there there are there are dramatic moments in your life that you need to focus in on mm-hmm. and remember but they didn't focus in and and work they took these as presents yeah they took they took their the moments in their life that they chose to forget as like boom that's, I got it I got it let me get another one without dealing with that first one yeah it should have been a process it should have been a therapy session mm-hmm. being like hey man when I lost this you know he knocked me down. I was dizzy as fuck. And he started grabbing at my waist. And, like, all I did was kick him off. And he, last thing he did was rip my neck and took my grandma's necklace. That's a therapy session. But they took it as, like, I found my grandma again. Instead of, you just found trauma again. And also, they they start to not trust each other because they start to understand, like, I don't know much about you. Mm-hmm. You say, like, oh, this is when you're... How come I don't know that? You know, it was a traumatic experience. We don't talk about shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But some people are just like, when you're in love, you know everything about that person. All the kid shit, all the... But they're just like, it's so traumatic for them that they blacked it out or they drew a line that they wouldn't cross. You know what I mean? But I like that one. Cool. You good with it? All right, I want to put a little bit of a back end on um on the woman i feel like she should be from like a uh uh a really strong like female minded family mm. okay that way she's willing to take the load on when he's lacking so when he first initially gets obsessed with this it's not like uh it's not like her being like Oh, well, you do whatever you want. We'll, we'll wait to to do that. She's just like, all right, you're going to do this. Boom, boom, boom. This, th- These are the deadlines I need you to hit. Yeah. And he's he's a very accepting guy, and they are in love. It's just, you know what I mean? You meet a, you know, a malevolent spirit or whatever the fuck this is. Because this could just be a gift from the universe that, you, that you're not taking as a gift. You're taking, or as a lesson, you're taking it as a gift. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking that this is is that like it's a it's a gift process, or a a learning process, and you're taking it as a gift. Much how you take a, a negative experience as I was fucked over instead of a learning process. Yeah. What did you do to get you there? You know what I mean? Did you learn, are you still doing the same thing? Oh, you are. Okay. Well, didn't even learn anything. Yeah. That was just a bad experience, and you're gonna have more of those. Yeah. But you know, you feel me? If you got jumped going to buy weed in this neighborhood and you're still in that neighborhood, you're asking to get jumped again if if not killed. Mm. Maybe just go to the club. Save up, spend an extra 20 bucks, go to the club. They can't shoot you, there's cameras. Yeah. But, you know, that's what they're taking it as. And I think him being so rocked by the reality of him not remembering something that was so traumatic mm-hmm. and then her not remembering you know, maybe she remembers somewhat, but they both feel that closeness to the object so much yeah. that it becomes more precious than their relationship. And how would the burning down of the house commence? Denise. Mm. Denise trying to burn down the room. As revenge? As, as let's stop this shit. You guys aren't eating anymore. How old are they? I'd say the boy that he strangled was 14. She's 11. Oh, so you're pretty bright. 
and she's seeing she's seeing that you know my aunt used to come out and make breakfast every morning never failed she's not made breakfast in two weeks mm. and she's in that room every goddamn morning every night they're going in and out and they're literally going in and out just to go bathroom and go get water they're not even eating at a certain point that's a bit of a par- parable for how children move about the world and shit. It's all like, we can knock this out. We can get it done today. Mm-hmm. And then for an adult, it's uh, tomorrow, fucking Thursday. I can, I can Wednesday, I can come through and... You're you know talking about I mean? killing, the, killing the door. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, I'm talking about them. I don't know, I forgot what I was saying. I saw it leave your brain. You literally started to lift off the chair. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely left my brain. But hey, man, that was pretty fucking good. And a lot of kerosene and shit. So I think that she should, uh, she should try to pull them out of the room, and throw like a lamp or something in there. Should she burn it down with them in it? I think, I think if she does that. And it's just them, like when the when the fire department comes. In. And to look at everything, their skeleton, their burnt ass corpses are, are sitting, sitting right next by the door, in front of the door. And because it's a it's a cement foundation, a lot of everything else burnt down besides that area. Yeah, but smoke inhalation got them. There was fires in there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then the the ambulance pulls up, and she's sitting with the toy that he found. Yeah, right in her arms. Like, Covering soot, and they're just like, get, get, get her some fucking air, and then they go in, and they're just like, man, she couldn't have done this. She's in shock. And then Finn. Hmm. Like that. I like it. All right. Uh, thank you for joining us on the scrapbook uh, director's cut, Patrick's version. Um. If you like it, give it a listen, give it a share, um, talk to people about it. And uh, one of my personal favorites from uh, these director's cuts is Cabbage Head. Check that one out. It's super weird and sick, just like Joseph, so I dig it. Um, shout out Ben. Shout out Saul, uh, Brussels, Ashburn for some reason. But uh, shout out to y'all. Thank you for listening. And uh, don't stop being creative, you sons of bitches. Later.